Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome, everyone, to SI Media with Jimmy Trana. Thank you so much for listening. We have an excellent show this week. We have Bob Kravitz, former writer from the Indianapolis Star and the Athletic. Uh, Bob was laid off from the Athletic last month and then last week wrote a scathing Substack column on his time at the Athletic and really pulled back the curtain on what it was like to work there and what getting laid off is like. So he shares a lot of details about that and the state of sports media and what's going on with sports media companies with the Times and the Athletic and his time at the Athletic. Um, and he shares some insight into sort of the sports media world. And Train of Thoughts with Sal Licata follows that interview with Bob Kravitz, where we uh, go all over the place with my buddy Sal. Uh, before we get to it, this is the second pod of the week. If you're a WWE fan, Cody Rhodes was on the pod. We released it earlier this week, so check that out. Last week, Mike Florio was on the podcast two, uh, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I'm sorry, Andrew Marshan from the New York Post. So if you missed any of those, go into the archives, check them out, subscribe to SI Media with Jimmy Trainer, leave a review on Apple. We will read it in uh, a few weeks. We read the July reviews with Sal on this pod later in this pod, so you'll hear that. All right. Let's get to it right now. Bob Kravitz, longtime sports columnist, followed by Train of Thoughts and Salicata, all right here, right now on SI Media with Jimmy Trana. All right, joining me now, longtime sports columnist, made some waves last week. Uh, most known, I guess, for his run at the Indianapolis Star, The Athletic, Sports Illustrated, which we'll get into. Uh, like I said, was like, go from The Athletic and took to his Substack to uh, shed some light on his time at The Athletic, and he is Bob Kravitz. Bob, how are you? I am fantastic. Thanks for having me. 
My pleasure. Before we get into anything, I, I saw you worked at SI. I'm just curious, what was the time frame? What years were you here? Oh, gosh, that would be in the mid 80s. I, I was 25 okay. when I got there. Uh, I think so. Wow. It was around 1985, 1986. And uh, it didn't last long, but uh, it was uh, it was an interesting, uh, interesting couple of years. Were you in the Midtown building there on 50th? and I, Yeah. I was. I was right down the hallway from Frank to Ford. I was scared to death to walk by his uh, his office because then I'd have to talk to him. I was I was just totally blown away by the people I was working with, and I was yeah, I was scared to death to engage in a conversation with him. But what, what, what a lovely man he was! It's funny. I had the same sort of experience. I started there in two thousand, but you know, this is how old I am. Unfortunately, when I started there in two thousand. SI had a library uh, yes. in the basement where they had all the old issues and where you can do all your research. So I would have to go down there. I was like, when I started out, I, I think I was an editorial assistant. So I was doing pretty much, you know, anything someone wanted. So I would go down there at the library to do the research. And Frank would be in there fairly yeah. often. And he was a big guy, tall. And yeah, I, I would see him and I'd be in awe. And he would always speak to me just because I was there. And in all the years I've worked at SI, not a nicer person, I think, I, I've ever encountered for what his, you know, sort of status was in, in, in the business. Just unbelievably nice. Yeah, he, he was he was a sweetheart, if I can use yeah. that. I mean, he really was. And uh, he, he stayed in touch with me. Over the years, I, I get notes from him. Nice story. Hope you're doing well. That kind of thing. So yeah, I had yeah. just the utmost respect for him. Uh, I I when I teach uh, kids at Ball State, I, I I make them read the Rabbit Hunter. To me, that's that that's as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah. Bobby he was uh, tremendous. Um, so I I don't want to I don't want to sit here and just do a whole let's bash the athletic type thing because. I have friends who work there and, you know, I, we're all struggling in this industry. Now, listen, they're in the news a lot lately because of what happened with the Times and your experience there. Before we get into the athletic, I just, you know, your piece struck me on two levels um, that you wrote for your Substack. If you want to give out the name, feel free. Sure. Bobkravitz.substack.com. Thank you. You got it. Um, the two things, one was obviously what took place at the athletic and also just the the process of getting laid off. I, I related so much to it because I worked at SI for many years, left to go to Fox Sports, turned out to be a completely disastrous experience, got lucky enough to come back to SI. And my biggest regret in life is probably leaving SI. And you wrote that you had a regret of leaving the Indianapolis Star. Yes. And, you know, I still to this day, I mean, it's been... 27, six years, and I still have that regret. How are you dealing with the regret? Well, you know, I I really think I could have retired at the Indianapolis Star. I think uh, I had a good thing going, and I, you know, I didn't listen to the one thing that I tell my my daughters, who are both grown now. I tell them, don't mess with happy. And you know, I I just fell in love with the. I got wined and dined, and they threw a lot of money at me by journalism standards, and the idea of doing what I had been doing for years, but doing it with, without a deadline, um, maybe trying a little TV just to branch out and, you know, give that a go. Um, 
Yeah, I, it, it was a mistake. Uh, the, the star made every effort to keep me, and I'll always appreciate that. Um, but yeah, don't mess with happy, man, because yeah. uh, the grass isn't always greener. So funny you say that, because like I said, I've related to the column and I'm relating to that because I remember when Fox had made me the offer and I asked several people what they thought. So many people use the expression, change is good, change is good, change is good. And I am now anyone, anytime anyone asks me anything, I say, don't believe the nonsense of change is good. Absolutely. And if you've got a good thing going, why mess with it? And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I think uh, I think my ego uh, took over there. Um, you know, you, they're taking you out to the, you and your, me and my wife, the nice dinners and talking it up and you'll go to the Olympics. You'll do this, you'll do that. Um, you know, I thought it was the next big step and, uh, it wasn't, I mean, it, it wasn't a bad situation, WTHR, but the fact is that, uh, you know, once the, uh, you know, I'd been there a couple of years, they decided, uh, to sell the uh, company, uh, to Tegna, and, uh, you know, and sports were uh, de-emphasized. And so, you know, get rid of the so, sports columnists. So just so I have a correct, when you left the Indianapolis Star, you went, you did TV and the athletic or did the athletic come? No, 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 no. I, I was doing W, I went to WTHR, uh, the NBC affiliate in Indianapolis. I was there for a little over four years. And then uh, I was looking for uh, gainful employment. And thank God the athletic came along and got it, uh, got it. kept me in the business. Yeah. Um, so I want to get into what you wrote about the athletic. Just curious. Did you debate struggle with the decision to write that column? Because, you know, there is this old famous thing about burning bridges. I'm 63. I got no more bridges left. You know, I, I, at this point, I just felt like, look, if I don't stand up for myself, who will? And I, you know, I, I've always tried to take the high road. Um, maybe uh, at times I've failed uh, in that capacity, but I've tried to take the high road. Uh, I, I've tried to leave a place on good terms, but I, I, you know, in the month that I had to think about it and stew about it and ruminate and all that other stuff, it just it just kept coming back. I just felt, you know, just morally compelled to write something yeah, for my own sanity, if nothing else. I just had to get it out there. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I fought it because I, I don't want to be viewed as a victim. I don't want to be viewed uh, as a guy who takes shots uh, on the way out the door. Uh, I love a lot of people who work at the athletic. I think the athletic does some marvelous stuff. I mean, you read Brendan Quinn, you just want to take your typewriter and throw it out the window because I can't write like that. Um, but so, yes, I went back and forth. And I, I ultimately decided just be honest with the readers. Uh, I, I didn't want to be one of those guys who said, well, thanks to the athletic for a wonderful experience, because quite frankly, that would be a lie. Yeah. I mean, I loved it from the standpoint of, we never see that. We never see someone sort of tell the truth because they don't want to burn bridges or maybe even they have NDAs or something like that. So you know, taking, forget the athletic part. If, if anyone wrote that column about any company, I would sort of enjoy it. Cause I love the honesty and I love that we never see something like that. Um, I, I think the most shocking part of the column of your, in your sub stack about your time at the athletic was they had put you on probation. You said right. after you had quadruple bypass surgery in 2000, 
um, and they demanded you get 395 subscriptions in six months. Now, when I read that sentence, the first thing that struck me was that you had the quadruple bypass in 2000, and obviously 2000 was sort of the height of COVID. So I can't even... 2020, I'm sorry. What did I say? I'm losing yeah, my 2000. Oh my God, 2020. Um, yeah. was the height of COVID. So right. take out work and the athletic. I can't imagine having to go into a hospital and get quadruple bypass. I don't know what month you can tell us. And you're dealing with COVID on top of all that. So that has right. to be just insane. I just, I, I, I just I remember talking to my editor at the time. I said, how do they expect me to get 395 subs during a good time, much less a pandemic, when there's no sports, I mean, there was nothing. And I had to come up with, with stuff. And I, I don't know how I did it. Uh, I know I beat myself up pretty good. I, I, uh, I struggled, you know, emotionally, I struggled, uh, physically, you know, because I was coming off, you know, a major life changing surgery. How many months later it was, I don't know off the top of my head. I just remember that, uh, I still wasn't in the place that I needed to be. Um, you know, I had to take all my, I don't know if this is normal, Jimmy, but I had to take all my PTO um, for, for the time that I was out for the month and a half, two months that I was out. Wow. So I just felt like, you know, they don't, they don't, I mean, I understand that big corporations don't care about their people, but they talk a good game about being different. And I felt like, uh, I, I just felt badly about the whole situation. It made me feel like, screw them. You know, uh, I'm doing the best I can. And, you know, I have a quadruple bypass and it doesn't seem to have any impact on the way they, they approach what they're doing. This is the sort of ultimate cynical question, but do you think maybe they put that crazy number on you in terms of subscriptions because they wanted you gone? Yes. Yes. Uh, there's, there's no question. I, in fact, when I got the 395, I heard from my, my immediate editor who was thrilled because he was, you know, really fighting for me and and trying to keep me uh, employed. But I didn't hear from anybody uh, at the top of the the heap there saying, hey, nice job, man. 395. That's a pretty awesome job during a pandemic. I didn't hear a word. And how so to get that 395, like how often were you writing? I mean, you had to have. How do you. Well, let me start with this. Well, I'll go there. How, how often do you remember how often you were writing? Were you writing well, from the hospital? <laughs> no, no, no. I was at home, uh, but I wasn't writing that frequently. They didn't want me to write frequently. They wanted me to write once every little while, um, but they wanted it to be a big blowout. You know, they wanted because that's where you get your subs. You get your subs with the big, the big takeout, the long form piece. Uh, that's where the numbers are. And, and, and I felt like I wasn't really um, servicing the locals because, you know, I mean, those are my readers, uh, I like to think. And, you know, I wasn't writing about the, the, the Pacers game against LeBron, you know, on a Tuesday night. I wasn't writing about uh, Colts minutia. I was only writing about I was only writing the big stuff just to get the 395 and. How I did it, I have no idea. I was hoping that I would just write one story and blow it out and get 395 in one day and just say, hey, guys, I'm done for the next two months. Right. 
Another cynical question. How, I don't know how what the tracking system is at the athletic for the subscriptions. I mean, could you have hit 395 and they had said, oh, you only got 280? Like, are you kept up? How do you know those numbers are accurate as yeah, a writer? They're not you specific, are. but any, the you in general at the athletic. Yeah, there's a, a metrics page that we all we all have access to. Uh, we, we have access to our own metrics, I should say. I don't know what everybody else is doing. And, uh, you know, I mean, there are some folks down there who um, don't look at the metrics to keep their sanity. Um, I looked at the metrics, you know, I had to look at the metrics after every story, I would refresh and refresh and refresh uh, to see if I was getting any numbers. You know, I remember early on writing a piece about uh, the Christian Watford shot uh, against Kentucky and it was a good story. It was a, it was a, a oral history and I got like 20 subs. I thought for sure I was going to get a hundred, you know, home run, they call it at the athletic and I, I remember talking to my editor that day, that day and saying, you know what, screw this. I'll just quit. Just fire me at this point. And he was good. He said, no, stay with it. Stay with it. You're going to get the 395. So, uh, you know, we got there. And I, I'm really proud of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think they, for whatever reason, maybe I just wasn't good enough, but uh, they, uh, I, I, 395 told me they didn't want me back. Right. Right. So when they finally did tell you in June, they were letting you go. Oh, did they do that in a humane way? How did that, how did that go down? Yeah, they did. Uh, you know, like I got up in the morning and I went to look at my, my, uh, metrics, of course. And, um, I couldn't get in. And then I tried to get to another website and I couldn't get in. And I thought, ah, you know, maybe it's just something with the computer or something with their, on their side. And then about 10 o'clock in the morning, I got a, an email saying be available for a Zoom call in, in 25 minutes. And it, it involved an editor uh, and somebody from HR. And that's when I knew. I, I, I called my wife and said, I'm going to be fired in 20 minutes. So get ready for that. Wow. So yeah, they did in a humane way. Uh, I mean, they were very nice. They told me, you know, they were realigning and doing all the all the buzzwords and um you know they're i they're uh not not paying as much attention to the local markets especially the smaller local markets like indianapolis i mean when i started in indy here at the athletic um we had somebody covered at pacers college basketball two guys on the colts and me and uh now it's down to one guy on the colts so that tells you uh, how they felt about the local stuff. And I hope they make a run of it by being more national uh, in orientation, but it, it doesn't do uh, the readers here any good. Yeah, there's obviously the whole situation with the New York Times, which I'll ask you about in a sec. I'm just curious. So the the edict to get the 395 subs comes in 2020. They let you go in 2023. So in between what did you make of your time at the athletic? Were you frustrated? Were you, yeah. did the 395 sub thing just turn you off so much? You couldn't really get over that hump. Cause you know, there's a big mental aspect to that, I believe. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, th there was part of me that felt like they just don't care about me or my situation and, and all that. But it was frustrating because I had four editors in four years. As soon as I would get going with an editor and put up big numbers and do really well, they would change it. Some of my editors were not 
uh, great. Uh, some of them were. Um, but it was frustrating because the goalposts kept moving. You know, one day or one week or one month, they'd tell you we want more local stuff. We want you to write more frequently like a newspaper. Then they would tell you they wanted you to do roster construction, whatever the hell that means. Then they wanted you to do nothing but but the big blowouts. And I'm like, you hired me as a columnist. I'm, I, you know, you hired me to write 800 to 1200 uh, words a day. Now, I mean, I, I can do long form. I've done some really good long form stuff, especially for the athletic. But I just never knew what they wanted because it changed. It seemed like every 10 minutes. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You had this sentence in the Substack, which I found very interesting. You said, there was nothing more dispiriting than working your ass off on a story only to look at the metrics and see one subscription and 2,000 unique views. It was soul-sucking. It was. I would imagine it can't be any other way if your whole job is based on getting subscriptions. I mean, you have to be a... I think, listen, we are... Anyone who does what we do the numbers are important. There's just no way around it. But what I get frustrated with even sometimes, there are factors the time of year. I mean, listen, whatever sport you cover, if the NFL is not going on, 
your numbers are going to be down. I mean, right now we're in the middle end of July. This is not the time for numbers. September, no. the numbers will come. No. You know, and then also it's, you know, you need things to write about. And the competition is fierce. Where your website sort of places you is there's a lot of factors. So I when that I when I read that sentence from you, it it struck me. Yeah, it it was a strange deal. Um, like I say, they kept changing the kind of uh, the way they wanted us to go. Like I, I felt like I did some pretty good stuff. Um, I kind I, I kind of lost track of you there, so I'll let you continue on because I, I had something to. Oh, um, I was going to say we were talking about what what happens. Like like I said, we lost the Pacers writer, we lost our college basketball writer, and what I kept getting back from people was we would we would subscribe to the athletic, but you don't cover the locals except for the Colts, you know, and, you know, at the end there, it was just, and they said, why should I subscribe to the athletic? If I'm an indie sports fan and you're writing about the Colts or the Pacers or Indiana university or Purdue university once every three weeks, four weeks, um, you don't cover them on a regular basis. So why in God's name would I subscribe to you as opposed to the Indianapolis star, which covers it, you know, pretty yeah. thoroughly. So I think the fact that we didn't have beat reporters on some of the, on those beats um, hurt me um, because uh, yeah. people just didn't see a reason to subscribe. Yeah. It's almost a little bit of a, it's not an intentional bait and switch, but there's a little bit of that element to it. Bit, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to harp on the subs, but I just want to ask this one question quickly. Cause you, we talked about, they wanted you to get the 395 subs in that three month span while you were going through this medical, uh, more than a medical stare, you had quadruple bypass. It's a little more. Um, what were your subscription goals? What what goals did they give you on a regular basis? I'm just curious. Uh, routinely, uh, the first couple of years was about uh, 1,500 subs a year. Wow. Um, this year, they lowered it to 1,000. The crazy thing is that when they got rid of me, I was told that I had the best metrics of any of our columnists. Um, and I had, I was already up to almost a million uh, unique views. A lot of that was from the John Morant story that I broke uh, about his situation with the Pacers after a game. Um, so my numbers were not god awful. Um, right. So, you know, they made their decision. Like I say, I, I love a lot of the people there. I wish them all the best. But for me, it just, it just wasn't a good situation. And, uh, you know, there have been a few times where I've said, should I have written that? But uh, in the end, I'm glad that I did. And I'll, I'll wrap it up on, on this subject. I want to get to the times, but uh, the last thing on this specifically on the Substack, well, two things. I want to know what your feeling on the reaction was to what you wrote. Mm -hmm. And then I want to know if you heard from anyone at the athletic, either directly or indirectly. Yeah. The, the reaction was unbelievable. I got, like 200, I got 240 subs, um, which I never did at the athletic. I got 240 subs after two columns. Uh, most of them were from, was from the, the first column. Uh, the reaction was incredible. A lot of people, and I, I feel badly about this. A lot of people said, I'm going to take my $70 and pay you instead of the athletic. Um, so, you know, I, I guess, uh, th that goes both ways. Um, yeah, I heard from some people uh, who work 
currently at the athletic and i heard from people who used to work at the athletic and you know they they i mean they're they're not going to call you and rip you i mean they they called me to say hey you spoke the truth um that's the way it is at this place uh, i don't know if it's different at other places with the concentration on metrics because i haven't worked uh at you know si or the ringer or any of those places i just know that at the athletic metrics is king well or our king yeah i i would assume it's like that at most places and i think this is sort of we're, we're in this um it's a it's a tough thing because i always say i get why journalism is important there's no one who would dispute that it's important i think though people like us we have to throw our hands in the air sometimes just at the end of the day when all is said and done this is all a business the athletics a business the size of business everywhere's a business everyone's trying to make money i i think I know it's not popular to say this. These companies want to make money more than they want to do journalism. And I don't necessarily look at that as a bad thing because in any industry, look at the hospital industry. They're in it to make money. That's what every business is about. I don't know. And now with social media, obviously the whole journalism game has changed. I don't know where we go from here. I don't know what the answers are, but I do know companies want to make money and journalism is not at the forefront when that's the case. And, and you know what? I might be a dinosaur who came along during the glory years of newspapers in the 80s and 90s when, you know, it was enough to write a great story. And whether seven people or seven million people read it, you know, that wasn't what mattered. What mattered was, was uh, you know, servicing your, your readers and giving them good stuff to read. Um, I, I just can't tell you the number of times where I would come you know, come to them with a story idea and be told, well, that's not going to sell. That's not going to get any subs. I'm like, well, that's what my readers want to read. You know, I, I think I know my market better than you know my market. And it just became frustrating. It was just this put constant push and pull. And uh, yeah. Can I'm you give me an wine. example of something so. you may have pitched that they said is not going to move the needle that you thought would? Just curious. Um. You know, some women's basketball uh, ideas I had. Indiana had become a really big deal. Um, um, you know, stories like, you know, uh, Anthony Costanzo, who was a left tackle uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. He retired. I wanted to say something about him. Well, that's not going to move the needle. Well, it will in Indianapolis. Am I going to get big numbers? No. What, what they prefer, would have preferred, is that I – uh, come back three days later with a massive Anthony Costanzo blowout, takeout, long form type of piece, which is fine. But I think you need as a columnist to react to the news in your town. And I, I felt like that was uh, I was dissuaded from doing that in, in many corners. So you've been in the business nearly 40 years. You've won awards. We went through it in the Indianapolis Star, SI, The Athletic. I'd be curious to know what is your opinion on how social media has changed this entire industry? Well, I, I think it's, there's good and bad, you know, um, uh, the immediacy of it. When I broke to Flategate many years ago, uh, I broke it at like 1230 at night, you know, after the, uh, the AFC championship game in the old days, I would have had to have waited two days to get in the newspaper. Um, 
So I mean, I like the immediacy, but the immediacy also creates problems. It, it, it makes us less careful, I think, at least people, you know, who don't do the job the way it's supposed to be done. So I, I think it, you know, one of the things I liked about the athletic is that they were willing to wait, you know, and, and do it, do it the right way. So I, I think it, it cuts both ways. Um, I preferred it back in the day, the way it used to be, but uh, you know, we can't have it that way. Do you still get crap from Patriots fans about the flake Every once in a while, like when I got laid off from the athletic, uh, I got a lot of, yeah, he's still lying about the flake gate karma, baby. I was like, all right, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the athletic, they had these layoffs. You were part of them and there were stories coming out about their financials and I don't know, things if, from the outside maybe didn't look great, but they get bought by the New York times. And I sort of look at it now, the times, unfortunately, now the Times gets rid of their sports people and their sports section, which just horrific for all those people. And they're going to use the athletic. And I feel like that deal has saved the athletic. What's your take on that? Yeah, I think, look, I, I think the New York Times, while they're buying them, buying the, uh, the athletic probably hurt me because, you know, and, and people of my ilk, because we are local columnists and they want to go more national. They want to be big market. They want to do LeBron. They want to do, you know, Aaron Rodgers. They want, you know, we, there's a guy, uh, Saad Youssef, who uh, was a Dallas Stars writer. He's been moved over uh, off the hockey and covering uh, more uh, Dallas Cowboys. So I, I think it's it's good for the athletic, but I, I really, as a guy who's been a member of the, of the union every place that I've ever been, I wonder about the union-busting element of this. Yeah, I know that's a big, big part of this now with the Times. It's, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about that. I'm not smart enough to figure all that stuff out. I mean, if they uh -huh. buy the athletic, you know, they bought the athletic, so they're allowed to use it. I don't know, but they right. can't. I don't know how they just let everyone go. I, well, they're moving them around, I guess, is what they're doing instead of letting them go. It's a very horrible situation, I think. Horrible. It, it's terrible. I feel terrible yeah. for, you know, people like John Branch who's a good friend of mine, Tyler Kempner, Kemp, Kemp, uh, Kempner. Um, I feel awful for them. Uh, you know, they'll land on their feet. Maybe they can do a sub stack. Well, let's, Everybody let's else. wrap it up with the sub stack. So what's your plan now? You got the sub stack and what else? I mean, do you want to, you, you've done this for nearly 40 years. You want to keep going. You still have that yeah. passion to write and cover sports. You want to slow it. You know, in this business, you could even do things on a part-time basis. What do you, what, what's your ultimate goal and plan? I cannot slow down. If anything, I've got to pick it back up again. Uh, I need to go back to what I was doing, um, both at the Indianapolis Star and WTHR. I need to be uh, more um, focused on reacting to the news. Uh, today was Anthony or Anthony Richardson's first day of practice uh, at camp for the Colts. That's a big story here. Shaq Leonard came back. Those are the kinds of things I need to do, and those are the kinds of things that really weren't terribly important um, to the athletic, at least in my experience. So I'm going to try hopefully get a good second wind here, stay healthy mm -hmm. and uh, write more frequently. And I think write in a more casual style, uh, more of a blog type of style. We'll see, Everything we'll see good. How, it, how it evolves. 
Everything good with your health right now? After the Everything's great, blood man. Good, good. Never felt good. better. Never felt good. better. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate your honesty and, and best of luck to you. And um, like I said, it was refreshing. I, I, you know, it's a crazy thing to say it's refreshing, but, you know, people leave, they always put a nice bow on it. And I know, you know, I've had my experiences where I didn't want to put a nice bow on it. So I appreciated it and related to it. And um, good luck to you. Appreciate it, Bob. Hey, thanks so much, Jimmy. Take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER okay I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. All right, joining me now, as he does every week, the new superstar at WFAN Radio in New York from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., along with Brandon Tierney and on SNY TV every night, Baseball Night New York, my buddy Sal Akata. Sal, how's it going? Not bad. I mean, it's been uh, an interesting stressful? week. Stressful? Stressful? Very, I think very stressful. It's so weird, like being in the middle of it, but you know, all the anticipation about the new show and then actually doing it, but it's been fun. Honestly, I mean, I'm excited. I'm trying to get acclimated still to the schedule change. Give me a breakdown of the commute from Lake Ronkonkoma, New York, all the way into lower Manhattan. First day. And we have meetings at nine o'clock and I'm just like, all right, meeting at nine o'clock, meaning like if I get in at nine or five, you know, whenever we get in, we meet. No, it's nine o'clock. So the first day I'm going to park after a, I say I got up at six, six thirty, maybe left at seven. 
I get in after I'm parking. I see the call my phone ringing off the wall by the producer. And he's like, where the hell are you? I'm like, oh, I'm about to park the car. What's the issue? It's 9 o'clock. He goes, dude, we're in the office, like, meeting. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll be right there. So I was late on the first day for the meeting, which prompted me to now have to leave at 6.30 a.m. from my house every day. But uh, we're learning. We're adjusting. Someone told you to take the train, but you don't want to listen. I don't even have the time to look at the train schedule. And by the way, I don't trust it. What happens if there's a delay there? I'll get you the schedule. At least I will look at it today. Now, remember, this is day three. Leaving at 630 hasn't been bad. Actually, today was like an hour and 40 commute. But roughly, I'm figuring two and a half hours. With That, that should leave me some wiggle room to where I'm not late. Take For the, the meeting. Take yeah. The train. Uh, I got to move. That's, that's the problem. Can you do the meeting on the phone while you're driving in? I know. I I would think that that would be the case, but uh, at least for the what, beginning what, of this. And what's what's the meaning? The Yankees suck. The Mets suck. What's the- <laughs> <laughs> right? Finding out the, the angle. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you want to find out the angle. It's a new yeah. show. I understand it to a certain. No, no, I know. Can I tell I'm you the easy. worst thing about my schedule right now? Sure. It doesn't give me time, and I only would talk to you about this. It doesn't give me time to regulate my system if you know what i'm saying oh yeah that's rough in the morning i'm yeah. backed up three yeah. days that's ridiculous I know. yeah you have you yeah that's a problem it is that's a major a pro- problem but here's do you have an issue going at the station yes oh well then you're screwed yeah you're fucked sorry you gotta know i mean what are you gonna do if you leave your house at 6 30 then you're on the air from t- 10 to 2 you're gonna have to use and facilities to to- that you're not comfortable using I have to go to SNY afterward. I'm like, I like to. I, I I need to get up in the morning. I haven't been able to figure out the gym routine or the other routine. Like, I got to figure out my morning routine. I can't. At some function. point, at some point, you need to use a WFAN or SNY facility if you're going to have that schedule. I have in the past, but it's not something that I want to do regularly. Well, you know what again, I mean? we went through this a couple of weeks ago with the colonoscopy. There are things you don't want to do that you have to do. Yeah, that is fair, I guess. I'm yeah, learning. That's anyway, a major I'm problem. It's a major problem. <laughs> I got to go do a radio show for four hours with high energy. Meanwhile, I can't focus. See, my fear would be having to do that while you're on the air. That would be my biggest, because I, I, I don't I have that fear when I'm doing a 30-minute podcast or an hour podcast. You're on the air for four <laughs> hours. Hey, it happens. You I don't know how you eat before. Play a break. Play, yeah. Run the commercial breaks. I don't care how long you got. I got an issue here. Well, I'll transition away from that to say that this is the last pod of July. So we're going to read Apple reviews. Now, last week, there was a lot of controversy because someone wrote in. They said they loved me. They loved the pod. They didn't understand the reviews. I asked people for feedback. I think there were two people who said not to read the reviews. Everyone else said read the reviews. Now, there's a lot here, so we might have to, you know, cut it down. In terms of before we get to the reviews, things to talk about. All I know is I'm thrilled NFL training camps have opened. I feel like we are now on that track to get football back. There's things going on. Camps are open. There's signings. There was a great scene at Bill's camp today on Wednesday, DeMar Hamlin walking on the field, which is just remarkable when you when you think about that Monday night game. So we are, the slow burn to the football season is coming. Thank God. I can feel the excitement from you. I know you're excited about this more than most. I actually am excited about it too because I think the Jets and the Giants in New York are going to be better than they've been in years past, which has been disastrous for the most part. So I'm excited about that. And just, you know how much I love football season. It's just the, the fall, getting into the football, the holidays to follow. I, I love September. I love the football season. 
it's so funny because we're both pumped up for the opposite reasons. Like you mentioned the Jets and Giants, and you're 100% correct. The Jets and Giants should be very good this year. Um, but I'm pumped up. I think I wrote this the other day. I think it's going to be a phenomenal season because of what's going on in the AFC. I mean, you have the Chiefs and the best quarterback in the game by far. The Bengals with Burrow, will they take the next step? The Bills came down, but they're still fun to watch. Josh Allen, like, what's they're a huge question mark. What's going on there? Lamar Jackson back in Baltimore. Do you believe in them? You've got Herbert, which I think is totally overrated in the Chargers. They never do anything. That coach is a disaster. I, so I don't put them in the mixes like everyone else. They've never done anything. And then you have, obviously, the Jets with Rodgers. The Eagles are going to be, obviously, a factor. And then I think the Niners... With a full season of Christian McCaffrey, people aren't talking about them enough. I think the NFL, and I talked about this with Florio last week, the AFC East and all those teams in there are good. Dolphins, I didn't even mention the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are mm. loaded. I would love to see them get Dalvin Cook. I think that would make that division even more interesting. You have the AFC East playing the NFC East this year, which is the Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys. So you're set up every week for mass, and then you throw in the Chiefs you're, and the Bengals. You're set up for massive games every single week. I mean, season. the way you paint that picture, yeah, I'm excited about it. The AFC obviously loaded much more so than the NFC. And you mentioned the Niners. Right. Who is the Niners quarterback, by the way? Like, what are we looking even, at here? I think it's going to be Purdy. Purdy, Lance. Yeah, okay. Purdy, Lance, Sam Darnold, the three of those guys. I mean, I just the AFC for sure. I and yeah. I'm curious to see what the Cowboys can do. The NFC, to your point, um, I'm not as thrilled. I'm not as high on the Lions as everybody else. I know people actually the Falcons. People are high on them with running the football, um, uh, or even Ritter to a certain extent. I'm not the South and the North don't do anything for. And honestly, the West doesn't do anything for me either. It's Niners and Bust, and then the right. NFC East. That's it in the NFC. But the AFC is yeah. loaded. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of any other topics. Oh, Do you watch quarterback? Have you watched that? I did. Yeah, I finished it. I liked it a lot. I I watch. I'll watch it. I watch a couple episodes. I, I just. I, don't I know love if I'm the. Over it. I love the insight into Mahomes. Okay. I love the insight into Mahomes. I came away from it a huge Kirk Cousins fan. I never had any opinion on Kirk Cousins, but I don't see how you can't. Re- now I do think everyone overrates him. Like. You're only going to get so far with Kirk Cousins. It's just the way it is. Am I, but as a human being and as a person, he's so likable. So am I wrong for maybe not wanting to see that because of that reason? Like the Mahomes thing, whatever, but he's a great player, so it's easy. Like he's a great player. You're getting to learn a little bit about him. I, I don't never liked Kirk Cousins, not because of who he is as a person, because I don't think he's a good quarterback. And now the popular theme is, oh, Cousins – such a nice guy and puts in the hard work. Yeah, that's great, but he throws so many picks. Well, I think he's good. Like, I think that's it. He's good. Period. Right. End of sentence. But there's people right. who want to act like he's better than that. And he's just, I mean. But now people are going to love him because of this documentary. So I don't I'm going to watch it. I just don't. Similar to Hard Knocks, although I'm more in a Hard Knocks now because of Rodgers and the Jets. See, I have zero interest in Hard Knocks because I don't think I'm they're going to. I don't think they're going to. I th- see quarterback had this access that was tremendous. The Jets aren't going to give them that access. And the Jets are, they've made it clear that they're going to not give them. They don't want them showing players getting cut. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe you'll get, you know, some of the, you know, new age whacked out shit from Rogers, but like, I don't know what you're getting from that. That's going to be so great when the Jets have basically said you get nothing. 
They won't right. even show you play getting cut anymore. That used to be with the best stuff. That's fair. I'm intrigued, though. And maybe by the first episode, I'll be like, ah, oh, that sucks. But I'm intrigued by it. I don't th Listen, I don't think it'll suck. I'm just saying I don't, I'm not excited for it because I just don't think you're going to get anything. Right. Yeah. But I'd be curious. To hopefully see I'm wrong. This, I, I, I can't wait to just watch Rodgers in that setting in whatever kind of look we get at him. Yeah. I, I mean, I wonder, I don't, I don't, I mean, they, they I don't think they're going to let him say anything on there that's going to cause a ton of headlines. That would be stupid. So I think it'll be low key, but that's just me. All right, we got a ton of reviews for the month of July. We'll read them here, and we'll go off on tangents. If this is if this bothers you, this is when you hit the stop button. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We'll have a show. We'll have two shows next week, I should say. Seth Rollins early in the week, and then we'll have our regular Thursday episode with Sal and Train of Thoughts and a guest. So if you don't like the reviews, you hit the stop button. You move on with your life. Everyone's happy. Leave a five-star Are you doing review. that? Is the, the Why two shows next week? Is that a wrestling thing? I want to try to do two shows more often and with the wrestling stuff, it works out well, but cause I had done, there was some, when the ESPN had the layoffs, I did two shows that week and I actually did a solo show by myself and talked about the layoffs and it did very well. And it seemed like people would listen to two shows if you give them a reason, not just to do right. so. I'd like to do it here and there. So we're only like going to have it. you on once a week though. You're too busy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here yeah, we go. Please. Yeah, I love this. The title, the person's, the person's name on this review. I hate country music. <laughs> I love that. Listen every week on Android. So how to figure out how to leave a review on Apple? Love the interviews and banter with Sal. I don't watch wrestling, but some of the wrestling guest interviews have been interesting. I know how to fast forward. Also, enjoy when you and Sal discuss what you are streaming. I found the new Thirty for Thirty on Bill Walton great. Any chance to get Walton on as a guest? I had Walton on once and it was the most unbelievable experience I've had doing this podcast. I think the podcast was 45 minutes. I spoke for three <laughs> and I'm not lying or exaggerating. I'll post it. I swear to God, you could time it and that's accurate. It was, un I had to do nothing. I did nothing. He spoke the entire time. I should have him. I'll maybe I'll have him on during the college basketball season. Um, anything you're streaming, Sal, you can, uh, uh, I went back and my wife and I are watching Lost. So we, we decided that she never saw, she never watched that show before. It's from like 2004. I can't even believe it's almost 20 years I, old. I, I gave up on Lost. I watched like two seasons and then I think I was out. It was annoying. I will tell you now I've seen it and I loved it. And I would put the first three seasons up against anything. I'm trying to get my wife into it and it's been fun going back. However, we're like, eight episodes in there's like 26 episodes a season oh yeah and an hour each yeah right 40 plus minutes i don't i don't think my wife's gonna make it and i don't care enough to watch it again i think we're gonna she's gonna tap out and just be like what happens and i'll try to give her the recap or whatever whatever i can remember but there are there are some new shows i want to watch i do want to finish um quarterback which i started uh i forget there's another one maybe that i want to watch but that's it i still have to watch the wham documentary that's the one i don't even know so i tried to watch the wham documentary i thought it was on netflix i didn't see it there google it says it's on prime but then my niece tells me it is on netflix so i must there must be more than one i gotta i don't know i i feel like i don't know what i'm doing anymore and it's sad but I, I also feel like there was one, there was something coming out on HBO or Max or whatever they call it now. I feel like there was something coming out that I wanted to see and I forget what now. I got to go look that over. Um, yeah, but there's a bunch of stuff. It's overwhelming. I can't keep up with all of it. 
Okay, now here's someone. Here's someone who left me three stars. Three stars. Seems weird that when sports media contracts or anything critical like layoffs of the media figures, there is more groveling to his peers slash sources than actual analysis. Imagine. Imagine Schefter or Woj scared to talk about player cuts or trades. People lose jobs because someone else does it better. The guest interviews are good. So this guy doesn't like the fact that like I didn't go crazy about the ESPN layoffs because I, I said I don't like I don't like talking about layoffs. I don't like talking about people getting fired because it happened to me and I don't like it. And this guy, S Cross 253, who left three stars, inappropriate. Here's what I don't like about what he did. I despise when people compare other jobs to athletes. There's a big difference between someone at ESPN getting laid. Now, I'm not talking about like the Van Gundys, but there are people at ESPN who got laid off who are, you know, even, not making millions of dollars, who are just, you know, regular middle-class folks get laid off. That's different than Schefter or Woj reporting on some athlete making millions of dollars getting cut. Don't compare yourself. And these people in athletics have unique jobs where it's a team sport. You need them on the team. So if a player gets cut or traded, that's a legitimate story. I don't want to. I don't want to discuss like why this person get off. This person's not gonna. You know, there were people who said, um, you know, why did this person get laid off? This person should have got laid off. I don't want to do that. I find it gross. Yeah, I can't blame you for that. I don't understand why people would want more of that. Like you could talk about the topic, and I wouldn't even myself. I just, it's not my business. Yeah. I'm not interested in it. Um, but why now, get someone gets laid off for something they? Did. If someone, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. If someone gets laid off for something they did, like that's a different story. You know, if someone gets arrested and then they get fired, that that's, yeah, that's different. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER okay I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. All right. Uh, West Wing 66. Look forward to Thursday weekly interviews, conversations with your guests. You never shy away from tough topics. So now we have the opposite end of the spectrum. You give us, you give us listeners, you give us a listers and really appreciate you getting them on without assistance. My wife is a native New Yorker. So as a California kid living my senior years in Virginia, love the weekly banner with Sal, which is like sitting in your living room and with your in-laws keep up the good work. I would hope, <laughs> I would hope we're more highly regarded than in-laws. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Right. What, yeah, what type of family do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started with the in-laws. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hopeful Hal. Jimmy is an excellent interview with a wide variety. Guess his take on the recent ESPN layoffs was unusually sensitive for our combative times. So you can't please everyone. All well, there you go. Right. I hope future episodes feature some of the folks laid off by ESPN. I never listen to the wrestling coverage, but otherwise enjoy the show every week. His friendships with Sal and Mad Dog really add a personal touch and let Jimmy's personality shine through. I'm glad this guy brought up Mad Dog. This guy. Jim Trainer. So here's the thing. I listen to Dog every day. Three o'clock, Sirius XM. The other day I have it on. I'm trying to relax. I think I was at the beach. I don't know what was going on. All of a sudden (laughs) he's like... And all of a sudden he's like... (laughs) He's talking about his show at Bar A in New Jersey. He's gonna dog's gonna do a show at the Bar A Beach in New Jersey. And Sirius had asked if I wanted to go. I said I might go. I have to be a game time decision just to see what's going on. And he goes, and Jim Trainer is gonna go. Trainer with an ER. And he goes, by the way, I'm annoyed with Trainer because he wrote a piece for Sports Illustrated on the biggest influencers sports, and he mentioned McAfee, and he didn't mention me or Stephen A. So I I got a bone to pick with Trainer. Okay. I love dog, but Pat McAfee right now is kind of hot. You can't like rip me for that. Okay. And here's the funny part about this, which I was going to text dog. And then I decided, so the way it worked is SI came to me and said, we're doing the top 50 influencers in sports. McAfee's one of them. Can you write the piece? So I wrote the piece. Then they said, can you do like the top 10, not include McAfee because we, I wrote a separate and do 10 more. In that 10, I included Stephen A. I did not include Dog. Now you know why he's mad at you. But he won't find that out because he doesn't look at the uh, internet. Sienna 91, love the hint of New York sports. Love the insight from media personalities across all sports. Love the interactions with Sal. Going to now listen to FAN in the afternoons. As I drive for a living as a farmer rep, lose the wrestling. It's not real competitive sport. Oh, my God. That's fine. Listen to this. So you have a listener. I appreciate that very much. Love you. CNN 91. Give him a shout out. John Chate 50. I love the insiders look at media. Also love your interviews because you let the guest tell his or her story rather than injecting your own opinions. A lot of people would disagree with that one, I think. (laughs) Drew Weddy. I enjoy this podcast quite a bit. Jimmy does a nice job with the guests and interviews, and I love the banner and chemistry with Sal. I do skip all the wrestling content, though. I would love to give a five-star review, but as a mail carrier, I felt I had to ding Jimmy a little for not getting the Christmas card to his carrier last Christmas. Although I would be willing to add a fifth star if we were to hear a happy resolution to that story, 
Oh, edit. Happy to hear you got the car. Right, we did this. Happy to hear you got the car to whoever was carrying the route and happy to give five stars. So that's a good follow-up there. Yeah, that's I'd great. Find in the, yeah. uh, the Vox 64, this is a must listen every week. Jimmy isn't afraid to ask tough questions of guests and many of them are so comfortable with him that they'll give forthright, ans forthright answers. Bonus points for Sal's contributions to Train of Thoughts and the chemistry their partner partnership provides. Now we have a guy here. Yes. B. Stuller, one goddamn star. Ooh, I love it. What does he got? What does he have to say? I love the show. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> I love the show, but usually tune out the wrestling. I grew up with it as a kid, but that was a few years ago. Try to get Sal's schedule line so he doesn't miss as much. Keep up the great work. I missed one, maybe one he, week. Maybe, first of all, how he says, I love the show, keep up the great work, and gives me one star is messed up. I'm sorry. It's messed <laughs> up. Maybe he hit one star by accident. Sal, yeah, Sal misses week. Sal is busy. I just, he's on FAN. He's on SNY. He does another thing. So he's going to miss a show here and there. Calm down. It's okay. I honestly don't even remember missing one recently. Did I, did I even miss one? If they only knew, uh -huh. you almost missed all of them. <laughs> we're not allowed to talk about that uh, that was funny right. Matt Spiegel I love the podcast I won't miss an episode I really enjoy the grab bag of topics you touch on with Sal I appreciate your recommendation of the Smartless show on Max I binged the whole thing on a flight however the only thing worse than re watching wrestling is listen to people talk about wrestling keep up the good work these people really don't like the wrestling good grief yeah, I don't know how, like, how are you supposed to take that? Is it just the majority? Because obviously the majority of listeners aren't leaving reviews, right? The majority right, you would right, think. Right. Similar right. like the radio, they always say that the fraction of callers are so small compared to the listeners. But if every one of them is saying they don't like the wrestling, I mean, I don't know. Well, let me pause you there because here's the next review. And this was not planned. Cam 21. Greetings from the driveway. Jimmy, the onslaught of guests you get is incredible. I really enjoy the time you and Sal share bantering. Wrestling question for you and Sal. Hoping you can settle a bet. Was Hillbilly Jim stable of the Hillbillies with Uncle Elmer and Cousin Junior and Cousin Luke the worst family gimmick of all time? Uh, I didn't even realize that Hillbilly Jim was in that. I thought Hillbilly Jim came aboard with just Hulk Hogan. Well, I remember Uncle Elmer. Right. I will say after Wasn't there a so wedding, Hillbilly, yes. with Uncle Elmer, but that was Correct. that was a little before my time. Yeah, yeah. I will say this guy's got a good point. I do agree. It's probably the worst family gimmick of all time because after it was Hillbilly Jim and Uncle Elmer, it it was it fell off. It that it, that should have been it. Even Uncle Elmer was pushing it. Hillbilly didn't. Really I don't. Need that. I don't know about the family thing, but I do want to say this on Hillbilly Jim. I think he's the most overrated like old school WWF star there is hillbilly Jim did Jack squat. Meanwhile, he's got a major figure. He was a part of like that rock and wrestling thing. Like with, with Hogan, the commercial, like uh, the cartoon hillbilly Jim didn't do shit. He didn't do anything. I'm trying to think. I mean, he was a big thing with Hogan. Didn't, I'm he, trying to think. didn't he lose? He lost to uh, King Kong bunny in WrestleMania three. Oh yeah. And the match with the, the little people as well. We're in that one. He lost that match. He's a, like Hillbilly Jim's a Hall of Famer. What did he do? 
Give well, me one I, match that Hillbilly Jim won that was I think what was memorable, what I remember about him, which was memorable, was the way he started. Like, he was in the crowd and they brought him in. Back then, that was insane. You never saw someone who was, quote-unquote, a fan get pulled over the barricade into the ring and then he had the feud. And I don't, Who training, did he Hogan feud with? I don't even remember. Well, he was training with Hogan, right? Yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't they have to, I remember the vignettes with, like, him and me. Hillbilly Jim didn't know how to work out and Hogan was training him. I don't the know, way but you, I... The way you feel about Hillbilly Jim, that's how I felt about Hacksaw Jim Duggan. All right, but Hacksaw, Hacksaw like Jim Duggan won a Royal Rumble. And then, I know. He, well, he, won, he won a Royal <laughs> He didn't do it for me. All right, let me, let's move on here. Betsky. Hi, Jimmy. Such a fun listen. Great guest. Always timely and just the right balance for the subject. I am an NFL-only sports fan, but always listen to the whole pod, even the WWE friend. Tell our friend Sal. That a colonoscopy is the only cancer screening test that is also a cure. All colon cancers begin as tiny polyps on the surface of the colon. An excellent prep, I know it's awful, will allow your GI doc to find and remove the polyps before they have a chance to grow into and through the colon wall, which is when they start to cause the kind of trouble that requires surgery and many, many months of chemotherapy. If found removed, they will do no further damage to your doc. Deals do no further damage, and your doc will tell you when to return for another. The very worst thing that can happen is you have no polyps, and you have to go back in 10 years. It's a no-brainer. So happy to find a fellow rejector of the red zone. We are a rare breed. Thanks for a great podcast. Not sure why my phone let me tap on any stars, but it came out five stars. Wow, I like it. Okay. Get your colonoscopy when you're 45. So I you know. You I, I don't want to do it, but I guess I will. Right now, I take anything. Let's get things moving in there. You know what I'm saying? Amy R. Chapman. I'd like more baseball content, including Ron Darling as a guest. This skews very much towards football and basketball, and it would be great to have more baseball content. The problem is baseball is not as popular as the NFL and basketball, so that's sort of what happens. Right. Yeah, also, on the national level, it's not. Yeah. Also, maybe some guests that are women in sports. Doris Burke, Holly Rowe, Ramona Shelburne, Malika Andrews, Susan Wallman. Doris Burke... Ramona Shelburne and Susan Woolman have been on this podcast. I've not had Holly Rowe, on, Holly Rowe on, and I have not had Malik Andrews. I would definitely have Malik Andrews on during the NBA season. Lastly, if someone buys a newspaper media outlet to make money, maybe they should buy a sports team instead. Those seem to only go up in value. Love, Sal, and train of thoughts. Hope you get, hope your back gets better. I have a herniated disc. I'm going to the doctor today to find out what kind of shots I'll be getting. I'll keep you posted. Good luck. All right. Um, oh, geez. I don't know if I want to read it. This one's this one's ripping you to shreds for the colonoscopy. Go ahead. That's fine. Santa no. Cruz fan. You never know who might listen to your pod and think, hmm, I wonder if I ought to get a colonoscopy. Train is doing it. I'll ask my doc. So good on you for that. Lakata, absolute idiot. Nah, no colonoscopy for me. I'll get it if I need it, maybe, which translates to if I'm bleeding from my ass, then I'll get one, which by the time which by that time I'll probably have cancer and it won't matter. And he has a wife and baby. Jimmy, good for you. Sal, you're pathetic. Understood. I told you Look, my feelings on it, so I'm not going to go through it again. I, but You'll get it when you're 45. Man, my wife might so make long. me, much like everything else. I don't, I don't know what I'd rather do less, go to my in-law's house right. or go to a colonoscopy, <laughs> but I have to do both, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm just Rosario. I have become a huge fan of the pod. Jimmy does a great job making his guests feel comfortable and draws out responses I don't think other hosts achieve with the same guests. I find sports media often more interesting than the actual sports being covered. I share Jimmy's affection for Kirby Enthusiasm, The Sopranos, Howard Stern, and WWE. I love the respect that Jimmy shows to the hardworking talent of the WWE. Keep the WWE interviews coming. By the way, why aren't the WWE performers part of SAG? You know, that is a good question. The writers of 
I don't even know much about all this stuff with the strike, but you would think the WWE writer should be part of SAG because it's a TV show. It's an entertainment show. They write a script. They should be part of it, I think. That's just yeah, like, but I don't think every, I just, I don't know the inner outs of everything. Either, either. But certain places are um, union shops, certain aren't. Yeah. Um, I love listening to Jimmy and Sal talk about New York restaurants and other New York happenings. Keep up the outstanding work. Good luck with your NFL bets, Jimmy. Edit. I wrote this review a while ago, but wanted to add that I need Jimmy to sign up for threads. I dumped Twitter because of Musk months ago. Also, best of luck and congrats to Sal on the new show. Thank you. I never, I know, I still never, I never signed up for threads. You signed up. Do you ever use it? No, okay. I signed up, but I have it as basically an insurance. It's like it's connected with Instagram though. So I'm trying to build up a following on Instagram. I don't have any following on threads and my biggest following is on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. And when that goes away, I'm screwed. Yeah. I'm not doing, dealing with threads. We have another, there's another review here. Five stars. Great review. The guy's ripping you for not getting a colonoscopy. Please talk some sense into South. So I'm going to move on from that. Um, Okay, here we go. Chunky Potato. Started listening when Dietrich was hosting, stayed on when Jimmy took over, and it's on one of my weekly go-to podcasts. Love the straight talk, even tone, and complete absence of any inflated importance or fabricated melodrama. Especially love when Jimmy goes against the grain of popular thinking to honestly call something stupid or ridiculous. Read the reviews. It's good to hear what others are thinking, how you can improve the show, etc. If there's too many, only read a few. Sal, congrats on the promotion. When you're 45, go get a colonoscopy. I'm 57, and I've had two. Not only were they easy and successful in preventing what could have been a huge problem down the road, each one provided the best two hours of sleep I'll ever get. Keep up the great work. We appreciate it. Thank you. We've got Jay Southwest user. Have always thought this was a great pod, leaving the review for spite. So the guy that complains has one more to hear that takes up his time. Also, one of my favorite recent unintentional funny comments was Jimmy not knowing how to pronounce FIFA when talking about soccer. Did I mispronounce FIFA? What did I say? FIFA? I would never. No, I know it's FIFA. Isn't it FIFA? No, it's it's not. It's FIFA. Oh, FIFA. Okay. Well, they, really, leave another review. Go. I mispronounced it twice. Wait, it's meanwhile, FIFA. I'm like, meanwhile, I'm FIFA. like, when did he miss? Um, I don't even remember you saying that, but. <laughs> so FIFA. it's FIFA. I said FIFA. All right. That's how much soccer I watch. I only know that from the video game FIFA Soccer. Right. From I'm, not, I'm not locked into the Women's World Cup. I can tell you that. Have you watched any of the Women's World Cup? I have not. Yeah. No. I did try watching that show with um, a wreck it like Wrexham or whatever with Ryan Reynolds about the soccer yeah, yeah, team. Yeah. I, I'm into that. I watched one episode. I thought it was pretty good. All right, we only got a couple more here. Doc Lou, Iowa. By all means, love hearing the reviews, good, bad, and the rare, ugly. Okay. This is a bunch of letters, gibberish. There is a, this is a must-listen sports podcast. If you're interested in sports media, Jimmy's very entertaining and always has a great guest lined up. Obviously not a fan of the wrestling and just skip to Sal those weeks. The Train of Thought segment of Sal is fabulous and always gives me a good laugh and I love the banner between Jimmy and Sal. Also, I think Dan Patrick would be a great guest for the pod. I don't believe he's been ever been on. That's the last one. Dan Patrick was on once. I should have him on again. Um, it does show you though, people like... I don't expect everyone to remember who every guest is, but when you don't have someone on for a while, I, I should get them back on because right. you know, it's been a while. All right, so those are the July reviews. I appreciate it greatly. Got people listening to Sal, congratulating Sal. They want Sal to get the colonoscopy. <laughs> I'll people get want us to read. You have two years. We'll get people right. off your back. Right. Uh, we will read reviews for August at the end of August, so leave them on Apple, and uh, we will see you next week. Keep uh, Make sure you listen to Sal. If you're not in New York, on the Odyssey app, Monday through Friday, 10 to 2 on WFAN. 
and uh anything to pay attention to in sports this week not really nfl let's go yeah next week it starts the hall of fame game august 3rd crazy that's crazy you, did you already did you already place a wager on that one i know not you yet will. but i will bet the under <laughs> all right so we'll see you next week Take all it right easy. talk to you later all right all right, my thanks to Bob Kravitz and Sal Licata. Hope you guys enjoyed the pod. If you did, leave a review on Apple. We'll read it in a few weeks. And if you're not a subscriber, hit that subscribe button and make sure you listen to previous episodes. The last episode we did was out earlier this week with WWE superstar Cody Rhodes. He was phenomenal. If you're a WWE fan, you, you must listen to it. He was great. Last week, Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk was on the pod. Andrew Marshan of the New York Post two weeks ago. So check those out if you missed them. Subscribe, rate, and review. All right, that wraps it up for this week. We'll see you next week right here on SI Media with Jimmy Trainus. Stay safe and take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.